welcome to the Friday, October 8, 2021 episode of Den Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. This is where we discuss the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as any other superpowered stories that grabbed our attention. My name is Dennis, and I'm actually a little, like, I, I think I'm a little relieved that we're getting a, a few weeks without a, a new MCU stories. That doesn't mean I'm complaining. I'm just like, man, this has been a long, long year of that stuff. But uh, that said, I'm still happy to assemble my Nerd Avengers every Friday. So let's get them out here. Uh, first, uh, I mean, I just normally I would introduce Frank, but Frank's actually unable to join us live today. Uh, but we will keep an eye on the chat for him because I think he might be making an appearance there. Uh, but it's okay because I still have my co-pilot that started this wacky adventure of podcasting with me like two years ago, I think it was. Uh, it's Ricky. Hello. It feels weird coming in second. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Frank's Frank's spot. Yeah, it is Frank's spot. It is. But, you know, that's because you're a producer, Ricky. You got you to hit all the buttons. And yeah, stuff, I do so all the buttons. Yeah, so you got you got more important duties you got to do. So Frank and I usually chat it up and get get the audience super hyped and everything. Fight me for this spot back. He's coming yeah, in a so, second from now on. So Frank uh Frank is actually like uh traveling. He's got his laptop. Uh his laptop just didn't cut it for uh the 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 tools that we're using here to stream to you guys. So he had to bow out and uh he will be chatting with us probably via text. But that's the best his uh, his hardware can do right now. Uh, but we do have a special guest, a very special guest. Uh, I'm very excited to bring him back because, like, uh, he was actually supposed to be here for the season finale of Loki way back in what August, I think that was. God, or, yeah, yeah, and uh, it just uh, circumstances just didn't work out, so we couldn't get him for that one. But um, you know, he he wanted me to let you guys know that he's. Uh, you know, he's here for what if, and he's experienced both highs and lows watching that show this whole season, and he uh, very much plans to share them all tonight. Uh, he also wanted me to introduce him to, as uh, Black Travis. So here he is. He's muted also, so you're not even listening. You can't even hear him. <laughs> I know. I can't unmute him either. <laughs> you're muted, Travis. You got it. There we go. <laughs> You're laughing. That's what you, you asked me. You asked me to introduce I know. you that way. I know. Yeah. I'm going to clip yeah. that and just I'm, silence afterwards. <laughs> I know. That's awkward that you came in with silence because you're muted. And it's like, oh, my, my joke. Right, Travis? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, man. Thank you. I, I, I love it. I love it. It's just, is, you know. It's, it's weird because I, I think... Uh, I think this is actually only your second time on this show, even though yeah, I feel like is it? I feel like oh, it I, is. I think so. He, he did. He did the. He did the Mandalorian one yeah. with us for sure. Yeah. But yes. I think we. I don't think we got Travis for Wandavision, and I think we only got him for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we very much intended to have him come back more, uh, but yeah, it just didn't work out. So it just feels weird. It feels weird. I think because you and I chat pretty much almost weekly a, about these shows oh yeah. Oh on yeah. messenger and stuff mm -hmm, and so i mm -hmm. feel like you're always in spirit here with us he's living in the chat uh, sometimes we see him pop up no doubt. yeah we, no we doubt. see we see you lurking in the trolling chat too. just you like see me trolling? he is right there i see eric hey, hey. oh no he's here he's here he's been he's been joining <laughs> oh, us for a few no. weeks he's been joining oh, nice. for a few weeks he's pretty happy nice. he's pretty happy okay. to see you here yes um 
Yeah, uh, let me get some formalities out of the way really quick so we can just uh, sh shoot the shoot the stuff. I'm trying. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be cool about you know waiting <laughs> about like 15 minutes before I just start dropping bombs. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we've got a fun show planned. We're excited to talk about the season one finale of Lo of not Loki. Well, what if? What if? Talk about that Sorry. too. Yeah, we could talk about the season finale of Loki since we never got to with you too. Uh, but before we do. We have some news and rumors to discuss and a bit of trivia to play. Uh, speaking of which, this is also a chance for you, the audience, to pick our brains with any marvelous trivia or points of confusion that you may have about the show that you watched today or this week, whatever. Uh, we'll be checking the comments, as we already showed, throughout the throughout the show. Uh, and for those that can't get enough of us, you can visit patreon.com slash denxmedia immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show the soapbox where we wind down and talk about stuff we didn't get to in the first 90 minutes. Um, yeah, it's, we talk a lot, dude. Sometimes it goes too long. Uh, I think Eric, Eric can <laughs> attest to that. It went, <laughs> Eric dipped out around like one in the morning, but like, you know, it went too long that night. <laughs> it did. It did, but it was fun. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, no, we just go on that show afterwards and just talk about whatever it's like, you know, this, we try to keep it focused to let's stay mostly Marvel. That's hence the name. Uh, but when it gets to the soapbox, it, the sky's the limit. Anything goes. Mm -hmm. Anything goes. Anything. Just breaking NDAs left and right all over. No <laughs> doubt. No <laughs> doubt. I'm I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what what do you got going on, Travis? What I got going on? Um, well, um, I like your shirt. I like that yeah, shirt. Thank you. Thank you. Felt like I had to represent. Um, just changed jobs recently. Um, now I'm uh, the head of third-party production at uh, Facebook Oculus. Um, Ooh, nice. So uh, doing a big letting you do it. No, I'm what? <laughs> All I'm saying, I can't. I can't talk about the stuff I'm doing. I can tell that's you true. what my title that's is. True. I mean, you can go to LinkedIn and find out that much information, you know. So that's not top secret. <laughs> but you know, congratulations. And yeah, yeah. And that's it's it's been it's it's been amazing. Um, you know, just being, uh, just just being part of something that huge, uh, and, and and having that effect is 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 good for me. So cool. I got that going on, and on uh, right now on Saturdays uh, on on Twitch, uh, I do a show called Tech Nubians, um, and it's 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 just a show about technology, games, uh, and how to be a BIPOC. You know, and I believe that's the correct link for it right there, right? Yep. The Twitch sure TV, uh, slash Wait. Geekish Network. Geekish Network. Check it out. Yep. Um, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I would, I mean, you gave me a pre-scripted introduction, but normally if you hadn't, I would have introduced you as fellow podcaster uh, from, uh, from you know, the Tech Nubians, uh, Travis. But yeah, but you're like, I want to be called Black Travis. And I was like, all right, I'll do this. That's thing. right. I'll do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so, I mean, yeah. there's Black Adam. Oh, I'm sorry, it's DC. Oh, it's, it's fine. There's Black no Panther. Apologies. Hey, man, oh, oh, I'm just putting I'm just putting this out there. Uh, currently, Panther. for for the year of 2021, the Suicide Squad is my favorite superhero movie. What? What? Whoa! I haven't seen a better superhero movie since the the Suicide Squad. You know what? This I, year, I'll. This year. Mm. Mm, I like Sean. I gotta, I, yeah, I, I, I'd say, you know what though? That's that's 
Wow. I don't know which one I like better. You know what? I like Shang-Chi because it's a tighter movie. I think the Suicide Squad was... Shang-Chi is not a tighter movie. Probably 30 minutes too long. I'm going to try not to spoil because, you know, I I understand that I still have audience members that are, uh, you know, still uh, concerned about going back to theaters. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, 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 you know, the, the whole situation has made it really weird for people going to theaters, right? Because like... I true? totally respect anybody that hasn't gone to see that movie yet because like mm-hmm. you are, you are, you know, you are taking a risk when you do it. So uh, I get it. And so I'm, I've been trying to be respectful, like for the last month and, or so about not spoiling that here. We usually spoil yeah. it during the soapbox, like left and right. Um, but yeah, I feel like my biggest problem with that movie is the third act is just like all over the place and, muddy. And, it, and, and it's really muddy and it loses focus on the main character and, and, and his journey. And, I think, you know, you you end up with this giant CG fight that doesn't have any, there's no context to it set up throughout the whole movie. Um, that's the best I can do without spoiling. Uh, whereas I feel like Suicide Squad, there is a giant su- uh, CG battle that takes place at the end of the movie, but the context is there throughout the whole movie. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's presented, it's part of the story, so you're not caught off guard and you're not like oh why are we following this fight now instead of this fight you know so i just i, I feel say, that i feel suicide squad was the tighter movie it was I'll, it was i'll commend suicide squad for you know being a good movie a good r-rated superhero movie i feel because like that's not you don't need just, to qualify it with keeps that door, i think i think know. that's i think that's kind of discounting it a little don't i do i mean? do i think you that's know I, I, because because if if you think of everything that gun had to do yeah right in that movie right mm-hmm. like it's just you know now that i think about it then she right like yeah yes i did say that didn't she right um that suicide squad I, I, i've got that recorded <laughs> now too <laughs> that suicide squad was just it it was it was so much more of a film I mean, it, it it just it just was. I mean, um, and like it or not, okay. Now these origin stories, to a large degree, are sort of formulaic at Marvel. Yeah, mm-hmm. this yeah. one was better. This one was better. Better than okay. Sorrow. But uh, yes. check out check out Seek Out Soda's comment right there. I love it. Starro trumps all. Also, Polka Dot Man's mom. She's right. Say word. Right. Say word. Those are they kind of they, they found it's an interesting mix. So you have you have a James Gunn with the chip on his shoulder, with a property that that he can that kind of best showcases his do talent. it ever, and mm-hmm. then you give him that R rating to to push it just over the edge a little bit. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of yeah. a lot of right that went, went a lot of right I, that I, went into that movie. I feel like I mean I've seen Travis post that on social media, but that's what happens when you let a creator just run wild with 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 a vision you know what i mean like you yep. let him a, a creator with a clear vision run wild with yes him, you know what i mean like yeah that's important that's important to make Zack Snyder you know, had to, a vision to, to, yeah he did and <laughs> one day one day we'll discern what it was we'll figure <laughs> out one day. anyways let's we're not we're not here to bash we're i just i just wanted to put that out there and say like you know i i it's okay to talk about dc sometimes because Hey, I love some of the stuff they put out. Like, I love it sometimes more than the Marvel stuff that gets put out there. I'm here for all of it, man. I'm here for all of it. Uh, but yeah, right now, uh, oh. that that's the one to beat. Suicide Squad this this year. But 
and this is on the realist tip, um, after coming out of Shang-Chi, I was thinking to myself, I just know my Asian friends got the same feeling that I had walking out of Black Panther, and damn it, that's awesome. Yeah, except Black that's Panther awesome. was, a better, was a better movie, though. I, I, I understand, but it's the same high. You know, it's like being seen on a yes. superhero yeah, yeah. level. You, can't, yeah. you know, you know that, what I'm yeah. saying? You know, you seeing, yeah. seeing that kind of happiness. And, and, and that's <laughs> just dope. This is Eric's opinion of of, uh, of Suicide Squad. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a John Cena fan, but it's cool. It's cool. I wasn't a John Cena fan for a long time. It's great, I, I am now. I think he's, I think he's awesome. Yeah, uh, Ricky, I think we should probably move this along. Let's get, to, let's get to some news right now. Let's do it. Alrighty. Since we're on the movie, the movie talk, I'll mix up the news a little bit and keep it keep Do the it. conversation going. Venom Two is on track to surpass uh, Shang Chi in the box office, and it kind of I just wanted to get you guys' take on that because it it presents an interesting little thing. Like, so I'm assuming Spider Man is probably going to be the highest grossing movie of this year. You think that's a safe bet? uh no i don't know like it depends uh well dune dune's getting released at home also so that's that's yeah. out of the question yeah. uh so is the matrix um so the trick with spider-man is it's only going to have two weeks to count towards this year it's spider-man though yeah but it's only going to count it's only gonna have two weeks this year and then we're in then we're in 2022 oh. that's what well, i'm saying it doesn't it doesn't have the it it, it doesn't have the the potential to make as much as Black Widow or Shang Chi or the Eternals does, because uh, it's got a limited. It's only because of the sheer date. That's all. I'm not saying it. I'm not Spider. I'm not saying Spider Man won't make more opening week yeah. than Shang Chi or the others will. But I'm saying there's no way Shang Chi or Spider Man can make more this year than the other the other. Well, he, here's where I'm getting at is we're gonna probably come into a situation where Sony will have the top two movies of the year over a marvel over a dc and that's kind of an interesting interesting little nugget right there you know well no but that's not necessarily true uh because you're just looking at box office right now uh you're looking at short term and you know we don't we we still haven't seen how much money shang chi is gonna make uh when it's available to buy digitally at home you know what i mean like this is just where where venom's tracking right now Venom's tracking right now. Yes. And yeah. so uh, I will I will point this out because a, a friend of mine, um, uh, Zach, uh, if you're watching, uh, I, I love this quote that you did. Uh, so everybody knows that Venom, the end of Venom is is a post credit scene that's tying this into very loosely into the MCU. I don't think that's a spoiler. I haven't seen the movie and I know that they they very much want the whole world to know that they are doing something to tie Venom into Spider-Man at some point. Yeah. And so uh, my friend Zach was on, um, on social media the other day and he was reminding us video game, uh, you know, fanatics about, do you, Travis, do you remember zone of the enders? Of course. Konami. It was a, it was a weird, it was a weird new IP that they created. Uh, Probably wouldn't have done well, but they decided to pack in a demo for a little game known as metal gear solid two. And Zone of the Enders 
that game on PlayStation 2 sold like oh, gangbusters. It's, it's the, the crackdown situation. Crackdown it came sold up like there. gangbusters. Like Zach said, when I went to saw to see Venom 2, I felt like I was buying Zone of the Enders all over again. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know, I can't. Yo, that's that's profound, dog. It is profound because I feel the same way, except I didn't even do that. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to read the spoiler. And I can't believe that I did that, right? I mean, that's how much I just don't really care about Venom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll totally watch it for free when it comes out. But like, even the spoiler that I read, I was like, ugh, that's how you I did saw it? it? That's kind of gross. Weekend, like, and it was very much, they just ripped the Band-Aid and did did the thing to make him in the, go in that universe. And it's super... But, but ripped a Band-Aid before the wound had healed, is what I hear from the description. <laughs> yes. What, um, I, just, I just feel like... <laughs> a lot of people said if you didn't like venom <laughs> you won't like venom too right and i think that's more or less yeah. true if you look at the if you look at the scores though some of the some of the mainstream critics liked venom too a little more i just feel like for me i can't get over venom's voice it sounds too slapsticky for me Same right I agree with and that. and and i want to be afraid of venom Right. And I'm just not, yeah. I'm, you know, he yeah. just, he's sort of like Stifler. <laughs> well, if, if Venom's coming into, to the MCU, well, he's coming to the MCU. That's, that's a game. No, yeah, he's, he's not, he's in. not coming. He's not coming to the MCU. Oh. He's coming into Spider-Man. Spider-Man movies. I'm going to have, I'm going to uh, make a safe say and say that Feige's going to have a bigger hand in whatever Venom's going to appear in next. I so, don't I, think so I, I, don't I think so. uh, with that guidance, his character will change for the better. I think that's all up in the air because the Spider-Man contracts are are up for negotiate renegotiation right now too. Um, so Sony could just pull this the plug and say, "We don't need to be in the MCU anymore because we've got our own little thing." That could be a bad move. I'm not saying that's a smart yeah, move, no. but like, I, I just don't. I yeah, don't, it's a bad move. What what I I'm not thrilled about their little universe uh they have a new name for it i forget what it's called it's a lot better than spum spumoni or whatever it was before um uh this it's spunk spunky or whatever spider-man sony oh. or whatever yeah it's it was... it, it, it spunk yeah it was like sp oh sony sony pictures universe of marvel characters was what the original yeah, yeah. acronym was and people were like i don't want to say that it's spunk. ever yeah but now it's like because ew yeah, but now it's like okay. Spider-Man universe of characters or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. I wonder. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, it'll become a little bit clearer once we get like a Spider-Man three uh, later this year and Mobius whenever or Morbius whenever that comes out next year. See whether what direction they're going. It's a bad direction. I'm more. I'm, I'm more interested in that. Far more interested in in Morbius than I am in Venom. Yeah, I guess that's fair. There's the Spider-Man like in that, that trailer. That it's a low bar though. It's a really low bar. <laughs> but yeah. Yes. Very yeah. True. What else you got? What else you got, Ricky? All right. On the Hollywood front, two new Disney Plus shows are in the works. Um 
Actually, another one kind of got rumored today, but Miss Agatha Harkness is going yeah. to, or is rumored to be having a appearance. I believe Catherine Hahn's like in talks to have her own show. Oh yeah, sorry, on, have on, her own show. Yeah, on Disney Plus. And then also a Ten Ring Ten Rings show as well. I'm feeling a Ten Ring one, but uh, the Agatha one, I, like, is she in her own little private hell? There, like what? Yeah, who knows? There is a third mm-hmm. one that was uh, announced. I think at early um, in the weekend, last weekend. Like um, a Rambo by... show. Okay, there's a fourth one. <laughs> uh, there's a fourth one that's supposedly rumored. Uh, there's a guy uh, that he's a Hollywood insider that like his Patreon like blows up. Like every 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 entertainment news outlet like pays for his Patreon post because he's his accuracy oh, like is Charles is Murphy. Dude. It's it's a uh, Daniel Richmond. Uh, okay. But Daniel Richmond leaked uh, last weekend that uh, a Daredevil series is definitely in the works for Disney oh. Plus, and they and they will be pulling in because supposedly, uh, supposedly he, we're gonna get King, Kingpin and we're gonna get Kingpin and Echo in Hawkeye, and then Echo's getting her own show, who might bring in other characters from the Daredevil universe. So I think it's all gonna culminate that, in a, that's a Daredevil what, series. That's what I read is that. The Echo Show is like a backdoor to the Daredevil Show, right? Which yeah, I I'm not familiar with Echo, but from my understanding, is you can't have Echo without Daredevil. The it's Echo Echo without Daredevil is like having Venom without uh, without <laughs> Spider Man, uh, but less so, less so. Uh, and I think I think they're gonna do it in a way that still respects Daredevil when they introduce her, because uh, technically Echo is this the stepdaughter of kingpin or mm-hmm. like adopt adopted oh. daughter oh. uh he okay. basically adopts this girl and like trains her to beat the crap out of daredevil like <laughs> that's that's her whole yeah point. i remember that's that part her, that's yeah. her whole point it's pretty cool um so yeah a lot of shows i this is not surprising though i i bring them bring them i just hope i hope we still manage to just do one a week because i don't, I don't want to be talking about multiple shows every week that's too much <laughs> you know i I'm wondering, uh, as as this as the MCU just keeps getting like more and more just crowded, right? Mm-hmm. How much of this is a house of cards, or how much of this is just very solid sort of world building, right? Because it's getting to the point now where you've really got to be into the MCU now, because yeah. if you're not like into MCU, you're missing, I don't know, 30% of the fun? At least 30% of the fun, for sure. Yeah. At least, right? Yeah. And 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 mm-hmm. I'm just and and so you start wondering like where's the on-ramp? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like well, well I mean, you know that you know the most awkward part about it too, and I know Disney wants to do something about it, but like I would say the on-ramp is Disney Plus. Like they yeah. made it. They organized yeah, it. Yeah. They organized it so beautifully, right? They're like, here, yeah. you can catch here, up. You're in a pandemic. Just watch all this stuff right now. You know, like, and we even organized it by phase. But man, oh, it kills me so much. Like, like, you know, we have a, a mutual friend, Coker. Uh, and Coker one day, like uh, I think last year, or maybe at the beginning of the pan- this year, uh, he hit me up because he's like, Um, you, you guys have inspired me. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the whole MCU from beginning to end. 
I'm watching them on Disney Plus, and I'm like, ooh, that's awkward because they don't have the Hulk or the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> and he's like, what? Yeah. And he just like wanted to quit at first because he got all mad, you know? And it's really awkward that they have almost everything except those three. And, you know, and then there'll be That'll another be Spider-Man movie in that the they next won't have there Sony too. deal. They get the Spider-Man movies on Disney Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who knows? Who knows if they're ever going to get that Ed Norton Hulk movie there? But I mean, that's the one movie I would say of all the movies, that's the one you can easily miss and still and still know what's just going watch on. The, the the what if. Yeah, just watch the what if. It was pretty, it was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty, uh, it was pretty good. You get the point. Yeah. Mm, that's true. I mean, I guess they, they, they're, they're trying to partition it right with calling everything from the past 10 years uh, Infinity Saga. So. Ideally, yeah. you can just jump in wherever they delineate the start of this saga, right? In, in, the- in theory, in theory, like, like I agree with you, Travis. Though, like I, like I, you know, I say it a lot on this show, and I, I've said it a lot to Ricky and, and Frank, but I and all my friends, I, I said that, like for me, like I still love these. I still love all of it. I love it. I love it enough to do a podcast about it every week, right? But um, hmm. I, I can't be as as invested in the mcu anymore after infinity war infinity war was the last time that i could fully fully invest and here's why because no matter what happens after infinity war the events of infinity war make it so that it's impossible for this thing to maintain the level of consistency that it did before infinity war do you know what i mean like I, and, and okay, and it's true. Like uh, you know, we've had to make we've had to make a lot of concessions since Infinity War. We have to accept certain things, like even Endgame. You have to accept that the world was kind of okay for five years, like after mm-hmm. that blip. Yeah. Like where I've been watching, like Why the Last Man, or you watch Walking Dead, watch any other apocalyptic show, and the world does not function okay at all. <laughs> but but the MCU is fine, you know, like it's fine, and so. There's a lot of little things and like every single movie that gets added to it or every show that gets added to it, it does become more and more of a house of cards. And I'm down to watch all of it uh, and I'm down to watch it until it comes crashing down for sure. And even after I'll keep watching it, but I don't have the same reverence that I did for everything pre Infinity War. Infinity War is where the buck stops for me. Like that's the last one that I can say I'm fully invested in everything that happens here. Don't get me wrong. I love Endgame. Great movie. Really fun. But like, you know, you just have to accept yeah, a, lot more, a lot more contrivances and stuff mm-hmm. from that point on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I, I it's, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, this reminds me of a, a massively multiplayer game, right? <laughs> Where it, everyone's like really high level. And then you just wonder after a while, like when everyone's like 200th level, like, where are yeah. these first level people coming from now, you know, and, yeah. and just the, just the daunting task of actually having to catch up. Wow. I mean, like, seriously, like, wow. I, you know? Eventually there'll just be like a chip that you could plug into some, the back of somebody's <laughs> neck and just like upload the first 25 Marvel. I mean, that's, that's why to relate it to star Wars. Like I have not, I keep trying to get back to start the clone wars basically. And like, I just can't. It's, it's so daunting to what is it? Seven seasons. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. A, it's, it's a totally time. worth it though. It's, a, it's, it's totally worth it. The Clone it's Wars totally is worth it. worth it. The Clone Wars is worth it uh, 
other things have not been for me. So it's kind of hit or miss that universe mm-hmm. too. Very true. Uh, but, Very true. But you know, yeah. Hey, you got any more news, Ricky? Because I, I, we we got to talk about what if soon. That's something. Yeah, point. yeah. Um, one little bit of last minute news: the Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy game, uh, their trackless just got revealed. So they're gonna be doing licensed music, like they, uh, I guess, inspired like, like, uh, the, like, like the, the, the movie, basically. Yeah. Um, that game's have... that game's trying so hard to be the movie without being the movie. It's so it's... weird. <laughs> couldn't pay it's for so that, weird. Chris Pratt. Yeah, they couldn't pay for those likenesses, but they're like, we're still gonna do everything the way the movies do. No, you're not, because it's not James Gunn. It's not. It's okay. <laughs> so, it's okay. It's okay. Some some highlights on this list are White Wedding. We built this city. I don't. Oh. Uh, wake me up before you go go. Oh. <laughs> we got some take on me. Uh, oh, uh, of course. Let's see. These feel what? a little what? cliche. These feel a little cliche. It's a little cliche. Isn't that the whole point, though? Yeah, I guess it is. I just like you know. I ran. I I, I need it in context. I need it in context before I can fully judge. I need I need this. I need to see how it plays into the story. Because yes. Gunn is making his movie, he plays the whole thing. Da, 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 yeah, Final da, da, Countdown. That da, da, should be da, da, that should be energy. I did pre-order the game this week. I finally caved and I finally did it because I was like, I kind of want a single player game that's just nerdy and and I could just you know veg out on for a little while. Uh, Avengers burned me pretty bad for for a, yeah. for a long time. Everyone's everyone's pissed at that game right now because they're doing paid a uh, level booster, basically level boosting. When they, oh, yes. they said they weren't going to do that. <laughs> as 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 a cat who worked with you at PlayStation, Dennis, like the fact that you even bought Avengers, you should have been able to tell from the gameplay video that they game not <laughs> nothing. Dude, the single and player you game know is you good. did. The single player is good. Like it's really That's good. A good tight story. It is a good story, and like the improvements on it from the E3 demo. Like I didn't want to buy it from the E3 demo. It was horrible then. But they made a lot of improvements like, visually. Like it looked a lot better when you got the hand, the game in your hands. But like the problem is, there's no end game that is satisfying at all to that game. Like the, all like I know five, is, no, the five hours is good. I died more playing as the Hulk than anyone, and I said, "How is this even possible?" Yeah, it's true. It's true. He doesn't it, die. It he just rough. gets tired. It's, it's <sighs> Uh, and we got some toy news really quick, Ricky. We got some toy news. Uh-oh. This is my own personal crack. Indeed. It's a Marvel Legends roundup. So this is a this is a special one that uh, got revealed by uh, Unparalleled Universe. He's a YouTuber. Uh, Hasbro's been really cool lately. Uh, they've been actually sending uh, prototype figures to YouTubers to have them surprise announce them. And uh, so this one is is really cool because it's celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Marvel Legends line. I've been collecting this toy line for 20 years now. And wow. so 20, it started later. It's 20,000. Is that what you decided it was? Yeah. Ah, who knows? <laughs> Maybe it is. Uh, but but uh, the line originally started with Toy Biz and Toy Biz was famous because they would pack this thing in with a comic book, a display stand, a bunch of accessories, like and like super articulation and stuff. Package. And you got a whole thing in a big clamshell, like just all kinds of stuff, you know, like and so ever since then, like people have been really bummed since Hasbro took over the license because they, you know, they downsized everything. So they just do 
you get the figure and you get some accessories and that's about it. So uh, this this is uh, Hasbro trying to milk the fans for for that has that toy business nostalgia and they're packing in an anniversary Captain America with two heads, classic classic look. I mean, I think he looks amazing. He does look really cool. And that's it comes dope. with a di- it comes with that's a diorama that's inspired by the the diorama that we got back in the day uh, 20 years ago with the first Marvel legend. Well, Captain you got America. the actual like window piece, like it was a physical object, right? Oh, and the tank. Yeah. He he came with a diorama tank and that building. So that whole that whole carded painting is actually an exact recreation of the physical diorama that came. So now you got a picture back in the <laughs> nice. day. Yeah. Nice. So it's cool. Um but yeah, I I think people will be excited and like if they do do a, an entire celebration of that original line, then people can also expect an Iron Man a it was Iron Man Toad and Ricky, I told you who the fourth one was. Um, was it a Hulk? Anymore. Yes, thank you. It was Hulk. So we might see three more characters, which that would be cool. And Not then Ricky, su- Ricky surprised me with this Ooh. one. I didn't even know about this today. Uh, this just got announced today that uh, later next year, there will be a Target exclusive uh, new version, which kind of spoils today's episode of What If. Uh, but we'll get into yeah, that it, more. It was in legal form for a while. Not already. I mean, she's not like this in the last time we saw her. Yeah, but she's this, in what this, if? She's this, in the first episode. This, no, 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 no. I'm saying this look, this is her winter soldier outfit. Yes, yes. Yeah, so this is the blue, the blue stealth outfit that, that is yeah. from the new episode of What If. Well, you don't know if there's a winter soldier in that that universe. Well, I'm seeing Winter Soldier movie is what I mean. Yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh mm-hmm. before we spoil that, I mean I do have a little game if you guys want to play it. Do you guys want to play a little Why not? Video? Let's do it. Why not? Quick. All right. I don't have a fancy intro for it, but I'm calling this one Power Pick because I'm really bad at naming my games, too. So here we go. All right. Uh, this is a game where I get to show you guys two characters on the screen and a power is listed down at the bottom. Uh, in this picture, it's Egghead and Gold Balls. And the power is produces infertile eggs on command. And I need you guys to <laughs> so tell specific. me. I, hey man, I just picked the weirdest powers I could find out of Marvel characters, and I want it you smokes. to guess like, which one which one uh, does this power match. And the audience is very welcome to to join it's, in. It's well. a fake out because Eggman is just a smart smart dude, right? Gold it has to be gold balls. Travis, what do you think? Gold balls. You guys are correct. Yeah. He's actually since changed his name to Egg, but I felt like that would have been just giving it away. Why, if I like, put his, his dude, name still on the nose. Does something fertilize the eggs? Like what? I don't. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty crazy uh, story in in the House of X uh, X Men car- uh, comics because this character has actually existed for many years uh, in the comics, and all he did was shoot gold balls all over the place. And it wasn't until a story that came out last year, or no, maybe. Maybe it's 2019, 2019, mm-hmm. which these X-Men kind of found out like there was like a collective of like five X-Men that had very specific powers and they figured out how to fertilize those eggs and recreate uh, clones, perfect clones of dead X-Men. And so, yeah, yep. somebody figured out that you could just inseminate gold balls, eggs, and there you go. Like um, the moving first on. First guy to milk a cow. Like, how'd you learn the- that trick? 
yeah, somebody had to do it, right? It's that's a good that's a good one. All right, guys. Next up, we got Overdrive and Big Wheel. Um, what do you think? The power is they can uh, alter the form and appearance of any vehicle through touch. Mm, overdrive. Big like wheel, because big... damn it, I love big wheels. <laughs> How about he's that? Like a, he's green like a big wheel too, right? Ooh, I, but the green machine. Yeah, the green machine. The that was the bomb. It, but I'm still, I'm going with big wheel. Ricky's two for two right now. Yeah. Oh, oh is, man. It is I've actually seen overdrive. Michael Bay Transformer movies to know that that guy looks like he maximum overdrive. He does some mm-hmm. stuff. Big wheel literally just drives a giant wheel. That's that's his power. Fun fact, though, at some point in the comics, Overdrive hijacks Big Wheel's vehicle. Oh, you know, hijinks and stuff. Big Wheel stuff with it. Um, hold on a second. I'm going to. Whoa, we just lost Ricky. Uh, I'm not sure what happened there, but I'm going to keep moving on because my audio is just popping out for a second. We're having technical difficulties, but I'm pretty sure you guys can still hear me. And I can definitely gonna, hear you. Travis, I can't hear you at the moment, but I'm going to I'm going to move on to the next one to let you sit, sit on it for a minute while Ricky comes back. And there we go. Back in the flash. There he is. Wasn't wasn't Zeitgeist the dude in, in Deadpool? Deadpool 2? And I, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he spit Where's my people. Uh, shoot, it was a scars guard. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, Alex. I got, Alex, I got, uh, sound issues going on. I'll be right back. One sec. Alexander Skarsgård. No, yep, Alex, Skarsgård. The, Alex, it's Tar- Tarzan, though, right? He's the Pennywise dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say no. Not the Pennywise, dude. Uh, it's it's uh, homeboy from uh, homeboy from uh, True Blood. But he's not in. He's not an X Men or in Deadpool, is he? I think they're both. I'm pretty sure they're both. Scarlet. I think it is. Yeah, I know. Is they like the like <laughs> like the Baldwins or something, right? It's like <laughs> it's like, are you guys related? Are you guys good? No. Are, wait, are the Baldwins related? I don't know. Uh, yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Just like Sheen and Estevez are the same family. Blow my mind here. I'm telling you. That's what I do. Technical difficulties. I don't even know what you are. We were just talking about the Baldwins. And, and the Estevez's. Here you go. Yeah. Back to what I was showing you, which was these guys. What do you guys think? Anarchist and Zeitgeist. Their power that I have written down is produces corrosive acid. Zeitgeist. I I'm I'm I, I remember that mask from Deadpool, and uh, his his name was Zeitgeist. So I'm gonna say Zeitgeist. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm sorry to say this. You're only half right. It's both of them. You got two uh, spin next men. That's some lazy writing right there. Uh, not I know, only right? that, they are actually oh, both. They're both on the same team, 
Anarchist, uh, you're right, uh, Zeitgeist vomits uh, corrosive acid. Anarchist actually sweats corrosive acid and can project that. Uh, so power the two of them, labor. So the ladies and them, gentlemen, woven in X-23. The, the, yeah, exactly. The two of them actually uh, get into competitions to try and outstyle each other for how they use their powers. So there you go. But that was that was some fun trivia. Uh, I, I mean, I can't tell Ricky or Travis. Sweating. 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 Corrosive yeah. acid. Like, sweating. But, I don't uh, know how you can I, force yourself to sweat like instant on command without like doing anything know. physical. Do you guys, so here's question. the question. What do does that do want? to deodorant? I don't, I don't know. Probably bad things. Do you guys want more of these, or do you want to go on to what if? What's what else you got? Yeah, I got I got more. Let me see. Let's, a few more. All right, fine. All right, let's, let's see a couple more. Here you go. I couldn't help but bring him back. Orb we featured last week, but I'm pretty certain nobody actually knows what Orb's powers is from showing him last week. So Orb and Ruby Thursday, power organic circuitry head. Made of malleable plastic that can extrude tentacles. Mm, I like Ruby well, Tuesdays, the restaurant. Yeah, so I'm gonna go to Ruby Thursdays. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm on a Ruby tip too, just because you know I could appreciate like a nice dessert right about now. <laughs> <laughs> well, your logic is questionable, but your uh your yeah. is correct. That is correct. <laughs> it is Ruby Thursday. Why is she called Ruby I, Thursday? It's just like, <laughs> we're not we're not because she can right bring now. you these apps so fast yeah like, we're not doing the, that i think thursday the artist was like week. and probably like, endless fries why, like the question you know <laughs> that question is ridiculous because like why is anybody called anything in these comic books i mean come on that's true uh but her real name is like ruby ruby Rubestein thursday or something like that yeah. it's yeah whatever of course it is uh of course yes and then i got one last one for you guys here you go okay Spider-Woman and Mandrill. Power. Secretes mind-manipulating pheromones. That's Spider-Woman, right? I feel like that's why they draw her like super sexy all the time. Is that Spider-Man. why they draw her super sexy all the time? I mean, that's one of the I'm, reasons. I'm, I'm, Is I'm, that why? Yeah, yeah it's so you, can, so you buy a comic. That's why they draw her that's, super sexy. That's the correct answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Mandrill. I hope all right Andrew. you guys are split down the middle and you're both right it's both of them where does because, the pheromones secrete from on we're not we're not going to talk about that that's kind of gross <laughs> uh but yeah there you go from the, eyebrows. from the eyebrows <laughs> you did pretty good uh i i did i did trick you a little bit with two of those i i just wanted to show that there's so much redundancy sometimes when it comes to powers Obviously, I could have done easier ones like Miss Marvel and Mr. Fantastic. Same power. Olivia Wilde is, is on tap to direct that Spider Woman movie. Who's who's your? I think the rumor floating around is is uh, uh, what I can't totally blank out her name. Um, Jessica Tandy. Jessica Tandy. No, uh, Ray. Ray. Ray from. Jessica Tandy. Let's just get an old that, woman. That's your Spider-Woman. pick. That's your pick. That'd be How about you, Travis? No, no, I don't care. I don't care. At this point, I don't mind Spider unknowns. Woman. I don't mind mm-hmm. unknowns. The, and I know this is probably wrong to say, but like every time I think of Spider Woman, that's all. I, th- I don't even really know her powers. I'm just like, she's hot, <laughs> full on hot. 
Well, right. We and just comics. so much, so much so that I I'll thought that's right. what I'll her powers right. were. Right. Right. Again, damn it. I'll be right back. But keep going, Ricky, and head, head over yeah, to the spotlight. Like, Do it. Yeah, just, just, just. Oh, Spider Woman. Hmm. I I always like thought she was like an analog for Spider Man, and yeah, I just never. Never looked up her powers. Exactly right. Like her imagery was always like, "Look, I'm hot. Look, I'm hot. Look, I'm hot." And then they had that controversy about you know there was a, that post up at one yeah, time. One pose, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. And I, I I saw everybody's point there. You know, I was like, There's "Yeah." A good little no bit on I can't. I think it's I forget, shit. I forgot the name of the documentary on on uh, Disney Plus, but it's a Marvel documentary where they kind of deal with a lot of the social issues that the comics have tackled. And they bring up that specific of like how she's just been a sex symbol for so long. Uh-huh. That you you kind of lose what, what makes her cool. Right. Now, all that being said, <laughs> I could see. Although I'm back. Be a little... I'm plugged in. <laughs> Bye. Right. My wireless headphones say... were just being weird on me, so I just uh... plugged them in. So I would say my answer to that would be uh, Jennifer Gardner. You guys are still doing this. You're still talking about. Hey, this? man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. He That's asked me. Cool. He asked me. He asked me like who who I think could be a good Spider Woman, and I'm she could get Jennifer her Gardner. superhero redemption. A little back at you at Ben Affleck, and <laughs> I don't exactly want, I don't want Jennifer Gardner. She, you know, she she ran out of Capital One money, so. Because you guys want to talk about your wallet, superpower, partner. You want to talk about what if? Let's talk about what what if. if. Hit the button, Ricky. I truly enjoy talking about anything nerdy with Travis, but I do want to make sure that we give time on this show to talk about the thing that uh, Travis has been talking to me about this whole last nine weeks uh and it's been pretty fun and i was super excited to have you here travis because when this show started nine weeks ago you were hating man Uh, i was so spoiler warning not just for this episode of what if but possibly spoiler warning for the whole damn season because travis is probably gonna lay it on us like how the whole thing played out and how i'm assuming at some point it changed gears and got him on board with this show. So uh, before we get into like all the the specifics of the episode, just a quick recap. This week's episode was called What If the Watcher Broke His Oath, which I thought was the most redundant name you could ever have for a What If episode because we've been saying that for nine weeks. That's all the Watcher ever does, bro. He's He's bad at his job. He's he's very, very bad at his job. I was slightly disappointed because I'm again I'm not too familiar with with when the watcher breaks his oath like what he actually does and I had thought he would be like down there duking it out with them. Well, he did last week. Last did that week, last I want week. to see him again. Like he could he could have assisted a little bit in this one, but he did. He a hundred percent assisted because he did. He he orchestrated the whole thing. He was doing yeah. yeah he was doing portals, but. He orchestrated it all, like everything. He was the Professor X, and yeah, exactly. That's you don't want to see Professor X duking it out. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, that's not as no. 
That's why he went and chose the people he chose so that he didn't have to do that. <laughs> so, you know, it's really funny. And, and, and I do want to let Travis talk about this one a lot. Uh, but I thought it was funny because I try to watch this show on uh, Wednesday mornings. It's kind of like my wife and I are our, our, our Wednesday morning breakfast show. So we have breakfast and, and then she goes and walk, walks the dogs. But uh, Wednesday this time around, she was kind of in a rush to get out the door. So she only watched like the first 10 minutes where the watcher had kind of collected the whole guardians of the multiverse, right? Which we had all predicted for a while. Like, I, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I had even kind of tried not so subtly to hint that to Travis like nine weeks ago that I saw the Hyundai commercial. Yeah. We saw the Hyundai commercial. We knew it was coming, right? Uh, we knew he was going to, there was going to be a bunch of Ultrons getting fought. But uh, when my wife had to leave early, it was really funny because like when she got back, I was like, you know, I know her tastes and it's not, I don't mean this to sound like it wasn't a cool spectacle, but knowing her taste, I said to her, I was like, you didn't mess anything. It was just a giant spectacle of a fight. And, and she's like, yeah, that's pretty much what I thought it was going to be. And it's like, uh, she, and then she said, that's pretty true about every Marvel story ever, like every movie or show, like you can kind of miss the last part of it. And, and uh, like, if you're, if you're not there for the action is what I mean to say. If you're not there for the action, you you pretty much get the whole story without that last bit, and and it's true. It, that's coming from the perspective of somebody who's you know didn't grow up with these comics. For us, you know, for people who like grew up with the comics, I live for the last episode. You know what I mean? I live for all <laughs> of that. Like, but I totally respect her opinion, which is totally valid. Which is, it's just twenty minutes of just giant you know, fluff. It's fluff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's magical fluff, but you know, but Travis, what do you think about the fluff? Um, it's funny because I actually wanted to bring, uh, the, I, I wanted to talk about the fluff that I, I, I think it was you who brought this up and I, I'm not sure whether or not it was in the episode that I was in or whether or not it was the episode I was watching actually, where, where you said it's the episode where uh, the toys just clash against one another, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? And I, it blew my mind. I was like, yo, Dennis, that's exactly it, right? That's why it's appealing to us is because we all bashed our toys together like that. And, exactly. you know, we're just, you know, and, and all that pew, 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 boom, boom, boom. Like, that's, come on, man. That's like, now it's like the big budget version of that, right? <laughs> and then that's what we live for. It is the pew, 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 yeah. you know, like, you know, and someone goes flying, you know, and you're throwing your toys across the room. That's, that's what you, that's what you live for. So all that to say, this gave me the nerve wood, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> as I saw it, as I saw it go down, the one thing I was thinking was, you know how hard this would be to do this in live action? Like, you know, and, and they just, you could, but man, it would be expensive. And, you know, and and they're giving it to us on a weekly basis like this. And so just that part of this made me go, I'm down to see this on a weekly basis for as long as they want to do it. Yeah, I agree. It's like microdosing. Yeah. It, 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 okay. If you want to take it there, I've never <laughs> done it. Sure. But you know, you're getting a little, you're getting your fix every week. You know, I think is, you're getting is a, a live, a good, a good fix though. It's a really good fix. Like, because like the other thing about what if like, right. Is 
all these episodes, they don't beat around the bush, man. They like, <laughs> they go hard pretty fast, you know? Think yeah. about where an episode starts versus where it ends. And it's pretty insane, you know? Like just, yeah. Yeah, I I, I guess, you know, and, and, and what what got me, I guess, at the end of all of this, when, when all is said and done was, as I said, if they, I, I think they said they were going to do another season. I'm not sure yeah, whether or not that was announced. Second, a second season is absolutely in the works. Okay. So um, I think that, you know, this scene in particular that we're seeing is probably going to be the last episode of every one of these because the watcher is sort of, uh, their way of shaking the etch sketch all over again. Yeah. Right. So he sees it go down through the whole season. Then and then he goes stop. It's hammer time. You know. Thor comes out. You know. Says Vegas, and then it's all. Oh my God! By the way, that was the best battle cry ever <laughs> in in all of Marvel universe. So is he saying Vegas? <laughs> he said Viva Las Vegas. Yes. And, yes. And, and Ultron was just stumped by that. Uh, no, yes. I, I actually that that is interesting that you brought that up because I was curious uh, what you guys thought like the stories would be going forward. But before before I, you answer that, I just wanted to make something clear because I know like one of the coolest things about this episode was that it it called back to all the other eight episodes, right? Mm-hmm. But it actually mm-hmm. called back to nine episodes. Uh, there is a ninth episode that we didn't get because of COVID. Uh, COVID actually. Uh, wow. got in the way of the schedule now this was the funny thing is remember travis you were one of the first people i was trying to schedule for this show that's true that's and, true and when we first started talking about trying to figure out when when you to put you on the show i told you oh i just read there's 10 episodes yes and then a day or two later that. a day or two later i said never mind there's only nine yep but when but my source was some somewhere from marvel went about the 10 so mm-hmm. they changed the schedule on the fly. And what ended up happening is exactly the Gamora, uh, Sakarian, uh, Hulkbuster, Iron Man. Episode. Yeah. There was an episode of the two of them. And it they, was, are ref- they are referenced yeah. in the show. We got to meet mm-hmm. them in, the sh- in this episode of What If. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were to have their own episode of What If before this one. Mm-hmm. So, and so it was just. They they just ran out of time. The whatever the production like all I've read is that uh, COVID that, impacted yeah. their schedule and yeah. to stay oh, okay. on, to stay on time they just had to cut mm-hmm. that episode for this season. But it is now already planned to actually air uh, next season, uh, probably gotcha. early on. Because the the truth is is like that's the best part about what if right is like as long you know if they want to do one episode every year that that ties them all together as a cool like you know as a cool like cherry on top kind of situation or a bow uh that's cool i'm fine with that if they want to do that but ultimately i don't even care if they do that again i don't need them to do that every i don't need i if the watcher wants to shake the extra sketch like you said every Mm -hmm. few years that's cool too whatever but like now that they've done it they've kind of set the precedent and they kind of have to do something but i'm with every other episode that's not that just being an isolated, fun 30-minute story that takes me to a whole other universe where I get to imagine things differently. So I don't I don't even care that the, the Gamora and Tony Stark episode that we get next year 
actually plugs into before this. Whatever. Who cares? It'll be a fun story anyways, you know? That was going to be my, my question to you guys because I just looked it up. And the Watcher in the comics has broken his oath 337 times. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so <laughs> can you can you imagine if you if you had like rules that you have to follow at your job and you broke 337 of them? Can you imagine that? Would you still like, have I, that oh, the watcher? The watcher is Leroy Jenkins. Dude, he's the worst. <laughs> yes, he's so bad at it. But I mean, like, I I yeah, went to know, point, I went I went in knowing he was gonna. He well, was he has he has to break it this season, right? That, that's the given. But I think I agree with you. Like, I don't need him to see him break it again next season. You know, oh, he's definitely he's damn sure gonna do it. Well, he's what damn about, sure. What about this, Travis? What if instead of him breaking it next season? What if we see the repercussions for him breaking it this season? Mm-hmm. That would be what awesome. If, what if he gets in trouble next season by the other Watchers and they come and we get a whole episode of what if Watcher is put in timeout? What if that's the <laughs> What if the Watcher has to apply for unemployment? Yeah, for no sure. Doubt. Like, he's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, it, I got to tell you, though, like, it was it was a decent ride. It was a decent ride. I mean, and you hated on that first episode so much. Well, I, I I hated on it because it seemed very lazy. It seemed, you know, I, and and I was like, if this is the shape of things to come, I'm not sure I'm down, right? Because I, I I've seen these stories, and I don't I, I'm not really interested in you moving the needle just a little bit and me hearing like a, a remix, like like that. I yeah. don't. That's mm-hmm. not. You know, because it just seemed to it, it it seemed lazy and contrived to me, and I was just like, I'm 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 not I'm not with that. You know, what, but I, what as, I thought was funny is because the second episode was also doing that, and you love that one. Why was that? I don't know. You tell me, Black Travis. <laughs> hey man, anytime I got some Chadwick that I wasn't expecting to get, you know, uh, it's you know, and like I said, it was. He was. They were talking. About it was. It, 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 it was. It. It just showed you like how far you could go with white mediocrity. Right? It, um. You know. It, it. It's just like, man. If there was actually a Star Lord there that actually did the damn job, look how much different things <laughs> would sure. be. For sure. You know. And yeah. And 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 so, I. I just didn't expect Disney. To or Marvel to come that hard, you know. Um, and I don't know whether or not that was intentional or not. Um, but that spoke volumes to someone, uh, who as a professional feels like he has to perform basically like T'Challa in order to get Starlight props. Well, I mean, to use your analogy from earlier about how your friends who watch Shang-Chi, your Asian friends watch Shang-Chi, and probably felt the same way you did watching Black Panther, right? Like, you got to yeah. imagine all the little girls that watched that first episode of what if, and we're just totally inspired because I'm sorry, Peggy did the job way yeah. better than Steve in that episode. <laughs> she did the job. She was amazing. Peggy so, showed like, that steroids yeah. are cool. And <laughs> well, well, in, in, in Steve's defense, right. <laughs> His greatest superpower is that he knows right from wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That his moral compass is dope. 
But why do you that's think his loves, power? Why do you think he, why do you think he loves Peggy? Because that's hers too. Because she's dope. Yeah. You know, and with yeah. someone who's dope, like you know, game recognizes game. All I'm saying is, is that you know, Peggy was awesome before she took it. And mm-hmm. what and, and Steve's Steve's you know moral compass and his values is what was super before he took the drug. So there was nothing about him that was you know an agent or any of those things that that Peggy was when she took the super serum. That's why she was even better. I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not saying she wasn't better. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Still can't believe. Maybe her, but her moral compass. Yeah, but I, I, I will say this about the shows, like, as they kept going on, um, I noticed that, like, I stopped caring as much about the remixed versions of the characters, like, the the variants, basically, is what they are, right? I stopped caring much uh, as much about this individual variants of each story after the T'Challa Star-Lord one. Like, mm-hmm. I really, like, Peggy and T'Challa Star-Lord, I, I was emotionally invested in those two characters, um, I think each time it kept going after that, it got a little less for me. Like I love the Doctor Strange episode because of how dark that got, but I was a little numb to to feeling for that character in the same way that I was for the first two. And then it just kept going. Like I was numb to feeling bad for Hank Pym. The the just, trick just is over, bit, right? You know? It's like oh, right, I've right. Seen, and I've it's seen because the it's, and it's it's just it's back to what you were saying, Travis. Is that you're just remixing it every time. And so, like, it's not to say I don't love those episodes. I love, I love the dark ones, especially. I love the the the, the Doctor Strange one. I love the Hank Pym one, and I love the zombies one because they're so dark. I actually, I only mildly liked the Killmonger one because, like, that was easily the darkest episode that we got at the time. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it just, it just, uh, it, it it didn't it didn't hit me as hard as his character did in black panther like i i just you know because he was just surrounded by a bunch of white people that didn't understand him period you know like yeah for you know the strength of what ifs even in the comic books for me were this was the conversation that you have with your nerd friends right (laughs) and when you would clash your your toys together, you would then wax philosophical about how that couldn't happen because of this and that couldn't happen because of that, right? I used to love that, you know, just nerding it up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you lose that sometimes when you're um, when you're when you're uh, doing these movies and you know that have all these far-reaching consequences and all this other kind of stuff you go you know and, and you have this conversation with your nerd friends all the time when you say man the hulk could just walk up to someone and just like thump them right on the head and they die you know it's just come on right and so i really love the fact that they embrace that whole thing where it's like no nah, hank pym decided to wreck people they direct. It would be bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, you did. Or likewise, you, did. If, you did. Or likewise, if Ant Man and the Wasp did too in the other episode. I, right. Right. So, so that's at least the power of that is you get to you get to nerd out. And so once I started looking at this show that way, it became a little bit easier to enjoy because you know it 
yeah, it's not real real but it's yeah. real enough it's a vest I mean, right we'll, we'll and, probably never get uh uh a wasp exploding out of someone's body <laughs> we'll never like, get the thanos the thanos maneuver right like yeah but yeah but but at least it at least those characters were authentic in and of themselves and let me tell you as a personal indulgence I, in my soul, loved everything that Doctor Strange was in this entire run of this show. I mean, he was so I, amazing I, in, in I, this episode. Yeah. I am, I am so, like, you don't understand my whole life, like, wizards are my thing, right? And whenever Doctor Strange shows you why he has the Eye of Agamotto, why he is the Sorcerer Supreme, why the ancient one said he is the best of us mm-hmm. dude like when he was mixing it up you know with uh, Ultra. Uh, yes it was a you know and and, and let, let me also say that was Ultron. damn it i want it okay Okay, oh, I'm in okay. a, you see you went two different directions there. On one side I'm like I love what you're saying, and then on the other side you just like you just kicked me in the nuts for a second. Uh <laughs> so let's let's stick to the good part which is which is the Doctor Strange stuff. I loved it so much because Ultron looked at him halfway through the battle and said, "You. It's you. <laughs> I just have to take out you." And then the rest of them are done. Cuz he couldn't understand why. He couldn't like, understand with the power of the Infinity Gauntlet why he was having so much problems with these people. Uh, and, and I really love that he acknowledged that. And so Doctor Strange pulled all the all the cool tricks out of out of his, his, his bag in this one. Uh, and I'm really happy because, like, you know, originally when IMDb was, was listing these, I told Travis, I think this is a Doctor Strange episode, you know, like, and it wasn't exactly a Doctor Strange episode, but it still was. It still was. Yeah, yeah it he, was. He, he carried the weight more than everybody else. Like uh, yes. Infinity War. He is the fighter in that in that in that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. He does all the heavy lifting for sure. Uh, but Viva Las Vegas is still my favorite thing that happened in this episode. <laughs> now, I do want to go back to the second thing that Travis was saying. He said that was Ultron. Uh, now, this is. I, I wanted. I actually had a question for you guys earlier. Uh, but I, you know, I really liked how Travis was pointing out about the banging the toys together, and uh, he, he, like, my question to you guys was: as nerdy or unnerdy as you might be regarding the Infinity Stones and Ultron, here's my question: if you were Ultron in that situation, how would you have defeated the Guardians? Uh, I mean, time stone, pause time erase them from reality thank you thank you (laughs) i get so annoyed and this is not just a problem with ultron this is not just a problem with thanos this is not just a problem with the movies this is a problem all the time in the infinity gauntlet they always forget about the freaking time stone and the and the reality stone and they just lean heavy on the other four and it's so weird to me it's like what are you doing you could have just paused time and turned them into butterflies and then you're just done. But like, I get it. That's not how the show needs to end. Right. Like I understand, 
Yeah, I mean, but, well, okay. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So one of the intellectual properties I had to work on professionally is Matrix. Now, uh, Neo mm -hmm. um, was the anomaly. And he was flying because he thought it was cool. <laughs> right? um, when, when things would happen where he would get vexed or something like that, it's not because he didn't have the power. It's because he didn't think of it. Think of it. He right? didn't think of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So how that applies here. You're this super-powered person, like super-duper-powered person. First of all, these people that you're up against seem to have leveled up to the point where they're a threat to you now. So uh, you're, you're boxing at your same class, right? That's a lot of things to account for. In addition to that, if you're walking around with all the infinity stones, you already think you're cock at a walk, right? <laughs> so I think in combination of just not thinking of something and thinking that you're too cool for the room would allow you to slip up. It really would. Yeah, I, I get that, except that he's a freaking robot. Yeah, that's, that's where I lose you. He... He is like, you know, if then, if this, then that. Uh, Travis, I think your, I think your audio cut out. Sorry, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, did it? Nice yeah, for a second. Well, it looked like he was still oh. talking. Um, but yes, I. What was? So, I don't know if you were answering that question because I couldn't hear you on that last part. No, but, well, no, I was. It, okay, go ahead. No, I that, but like, that's the question I'm having is like, what's like. You got to think about like already he's the amount of computations he's able to process with before before he has all of the all of the infinity stones right like if you remember in Age of Ultron that guy goes on the internet for about ten seconds and <laughs> before realizing that humanity's got to go right, like yeah. that's how fast he got to that that conclusion and I don't know mm -hmm. that he's necessarily wrong with that conclusion either uh, <laughs> uh, he spent he spent five minutes on the internet and yeah you can definitely come to that conclusion i get that um but yeah i just i just felt like the whole I, battle's I, at 12 man the whole battle's at 12 it's not a 10 it's not at 11 it's at 12 this whole battle is at 12 yeah, yeah. and 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 you know if if you think about if you think about your, your boy sorcerer supreme you know i i don't think that armor was just armor that's the haste spell that's that's all kinds of different yeah, things. You no, know, he's sure. like, you gotta go against the great goddamn here. We got to be ready. And I'm buffing everyone, right? And so so that's that's why I'm saying, like, you know, when you're at that level, because they have to be. I mean, the watcher said, This is the squad. Yeah, no, for sure. It's just I think uh, he was I, at his I, level. I, I like putting a lot of faith in whatever protection spells Doctor Strange put on those people because <laughs> they're as because, powerful as the writer needs them to be. Yeah, exactly. Because yes. I felt like Ultron was a little slow on certain things, but like it did make certain for some really cool visuals for sure. You know, like um so I'm not gonna hate on that. Um but yes, I, I did feel like for him to get taken out by 
the arrow with Arnim Zola. Like, obviously, there's some convenience. That was the stretch. Yeah, that yeah. was the stretch for me. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, yeah that, that you know, it was classy. It's comic booky. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yes, I, I will agree with you, Ian. I mean, and and Travis, like we're we're gonna give all the credit to to Doctor Strange for this episode. We're gonna oh, say yeah. that that Doctor Strange is the reason that Ultron didn't get to live up to his full potential, and I'm fine it's with a real that. MVP. And that way, I don't have to be angry at at Ultron. <laughs> like he's the only <laughs> one with the movie coming out. <laughs> yes, exactly. So he which, was he was which, great. What was that? I mean, does no does it does that like. Doesn't that make you like wig out? Like, because the first Doctor Strange, you know, he's just learning, you know. Um, and when you saw him in the subsequent like Avengers movies and all that other kind of stuff, he just kept getting more ill and more ill and more ill, right? I mean, I'm I'm just like. I can't even conceive how wicked he's got to be in this next movie. You, I you mean, think it's we're just... getting a evil strange in that movie. Well, I don't even know if we. Can, oh we yeah, can't, we can't call him evil strange. I don't. Or I don't think he's evil. Dark. Dark strange sounds. I, I mean, he's strange. He's strange supreme. Is that's his, strange that's his title? Um, do do we think so? By what movie do you mean Spider Man Mul- or do you mean Mul- Doctor Strange? Multiverse of Madness. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Wanda, I don't know whether. I've, well, I've, I've said I've, this. Sorry, I've heard Wanda is the villain of Multiverse of Madness. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And and possibly Nightmare also. Those, um, those are the rumors. That sounds really cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> as an aside. Um, Misguided Strange. I don't... Yeah, I, I don't... I, you know, and, and I think I, I, I sent you this on Messenger. That's not strange. In, in Spider-Man? Thank you. Yeah, I, I, it's I not need, him. I need it's I not need him. It, I need it to not be him because it's, it's, you know, and it, the reason I say that Benedict is a really good actor, he's a really good actor, and there is a layer of cheese that is on that Doctor Strange in that trailer that I just don't buy. Yeah, it is What's somebody acting a like Strange. Under the cake. See, he's wearing, he's wearing yeah. a sweatshirt. He's wearing nah, a sweatshirt bro. under the nah. cape, the cloak of Loki. Ain't Lopez. having it. It's Ain't cold. It. Why is it cold? Because there's a hole Ain't in the ha- roof from the Hulk. Why Yo, can't Doctor Strange fix that? You know, it costs money. It costs money? <laughs> He's Doctor Strange. You think he has homeowner insurance? He's Doctor Strange. Not... And that is the that that place, the Sanctum Sanctorum, is the nexus to all universes and dimensions that he has to protect. You think a hole? Have you seen in the prices ceiling. of construction right now? Raw he doesn't materials? have to do construction. <laughs> he could do a warming spell. That's what I'm saying. Like I agree a hundred percent with Travis that like I need that movie to show me that there's something up with that Doctor Strange. It can be it's the not real him. one. It can be the real one if he's like altered somehow, <laughs> like and he's under under the influence of something or whatever. That's fine. It, you know, like but it can't be regular Doctor Strange. It just can't. be. The the rumors I was seeing is that Shumagor acted one of the villains in, in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I wouldn't but, be surprised. I, I I mean, we got a bunch of Shuma this season. I well, think well, that yeah. well, that's, that's what, what I'm getting at. Like thinking that Shuma Gorath is kind of tied to Doctor Strange now in terms of like they're one and the same. 
almost. Well, that's strange. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That one. Yeah. I guess I I have very high hopes that that strange is is going to be that that movie. By the way, and I know you, I don't expect you have a a picture of this in this moment, but did anybody else catch that awesome moment where Strange just blasts giant Ultron with the Shuma tentacles, and they go right by Peggy, and she just looks at them like, no. "What? Oh, I I know what that is." Like you know, like that's the thing she spent she spent whoever knows how long defeating. Um, I just thought that was cool that she she had that knowing look when those passed by. I I would very much like if oh. if this show if this show does nothing else to impact the larger MCU, I would like to know that this show is what introduced the audiences to Shumagorath, so that you know we can better accept that you know like when we see it. Yeah, because it's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be a thing when he shows up. He's gonna be mm-hmm. a lot. That's a big pill to swallow. Is that? Mm-hmm. I do have uh, another question. I mean, unless you guys got anything else specifically about this this show, I did this show about uh, this specifically. I have I have two little nitpicks. Okay. Uh, when the Watcher comes and gets Star Lord, he he calls him Star Lord T'Challa. Like I feel like you just pick one, right? No, no. Star Lord is his title. And T'Challa is his name. T'Challa is his name. It's a little weird. It's not weird. It's a little weird. He didn't call it's anyone his... else by their title and their name. Captain Carter, or you know, Captain Peggy or whatever. That's the title and a name. But he didn't mm-hmm. call her that. He just called her Peggy, right? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. Other, other little bit. I'll sidestep that one. Yeah, you better sidestep uh, that one. You get a quick little <laughs> shot of Shuri and and uh, Pepper and Pepper invading Wakanda. And like peppers in a dress, like, like come on. Was she in a dress you, or a skirt? Uh, she's in a dress. <laughs> like you're invading a a planned invasion. You can't give her like the rescue armor or some cool what ify armor situation. Well, she wouldn't have access to that because I think uh, Killmonger and or the U.S. government has a. Has uh, confiscated all the armor. Dora Milaje didn't have a pair of pants they could loan her. Like, <laughs> I mean, hey man, she's trying to get it done. <laughs> like, right? I she's saw, not trying to be a fashion model. She's trying to get it done. I saw Ron Look Howard's daughter. I saw Ron Howard's daughter run from a T Rex in a dress and high heels. So, boom. You know, yeah, sure. Boom. Sure. Um, girls, I just girls get it done, man. They get it done. Yep. Like I said, I didn't know what to expect from this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was really impressed by the art direction. Um, I know it takes time to make animation this quality. Um, severely appreciative of that. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm okay with us missing out on that tenth episode. Yeah, um, it didn't. Hurt. I appreciated. Yeah, I I appreciated the fact that. They didn't get everyone, but they got mostly everyone in to voice their characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of um, thought, like, as, as much as that was a gripe for me going in, like, every time, I was nitpicking every time they didn't do it. By the end of it, I was actually totally okay with all the ones they, they didn't get. Yeah. Because the replacement actors are pretty damn good. Like, yeah. 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 Um, I, I appreciate how much they tied this in 
even in the multiverse, they gave it its own sort of flavor. Um, and I don't know if I could ask for anything more from a show based on this concept. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, they, they were, they were able to do this because, um, it shows that they can take some risk, although it's encapsulated, but you know, why not try some new stuff? And it yeah. was cool. I dug it. Do you, uh, do you need this show to tie back to the main timeline? Do you need it to, or could you be okay with this going for like five years, just doing crazy one-offs that are based on the stuff that we see in the main timeline? Well, then it's based on what we talked about previously about the fact that, you know, this, this whole MCU could start suffering under the weight of its own canon. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the dalliances into, yeah, let's check it out. Let's, yeah. You know, because if you can if you can tell a cool tight story in in half an hour, say love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not complaining at all. Like I no, uh, yeah, I, I think I think uh, you know, when we started doing this ep this show, uh, you know, after we'd done WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, and even like Modoc, it was just like, Man, this is exhausting. This is like it's a lot. It's a lot of content, man. It's back a lot. To back to back, I'm not. I'm not mad, but like, I I was like a little tired, and then this show kind of perked me up because I was like, oh, yeah. it could just be. It could just be its own thing. If they choose to do little nods here and there, like or 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 little things, like if we do get Shuma Goroth, we'll be like, oh, we know where we saw him first. You know, right? Like, little things like that. If Peggy manages to find a way to come into the main timeline for a minute cool like that's that's fine but like Absolutely. i don't i don't need it i don't need it yep. ever like it's fine yep. like you're happy yep. with these appearances i'm yeah. happy with this show just being what it is because that's all this show is is just like really compact storytelling in 30 minutes and i promise you any episode of th of, of what if has a better story told than than venom 2 <laughs> than venom 2 um <laughs> I don't know about yeah. that party Thor episode. That party Thor episode is legit, man. And and the fact that uh. he, he gets paid off so well in this episode. <laughs> he got paid off. Like that that whole joke paid off so well. I you know that episode, I remember actually sending you messages about that episode that is being like, man, you know, yeah, you know, and I sort of I love Chris Hemsworth. And I think that, God, I just didn't know he was such a comedic actor. Yeah. Right? I, I, I didn't know. And I think I like comedic Thor. I really do. Right? And despite me sort of being, you know, feeling some kind of way about him as straight comedy, like, it's it's grown on me. Like, it really has. Um and so this was just another extension of that. So yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at the, you know, at how Thor was portrayed or anything. I just felt like that story didn't take me anywhere. Yeah, because that story was part one of three of three, you know, connected yeah. connected episodes. And so, like, I like if you consider it the act one, 
you're just like, okay, what what's going on? But you know, but now that you have Act Two and Act Three, like I'm very happy that I got that episode. You know, like it it like I for me like the, stand, the standouts were Doctor Strange, uh, Party Thor, which I have now redubbed Vegas Thor because that means the <laughs> champion of that means the champion of Las Vegas, and as a person who is a Las Vegas uh, native. Uh, I've never had a superhero to look up to that says that's that's the that's the superhero of Las Vegas. I have. They got him and the Raiders. No, I just got him. I just got him. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, and so I really, I really loved, I loved everything about him. But then also, I really love Peggy because I, I love that Peggy got her own little like, you know, her own little epilogue at the end of this episode. Uh, yes. And, and and I do know that the producers want to have regular check-ins throughout the life mm -hmm. of the what if show where where peggy is one of the touchstones where they revisit every now and then she's like an they call her an anchor point they, they want to check in with her throughout and so i'm very excited to get past the point where peggy's beyond end game because like we're literally every time we're checking in with her it's another captain america movie she's we're like, watching right? she, she's slowly dying in front of us and and special yeah. shout out to the special shout out to Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Like he was great. Him him is the watcher. <laughs> I loved him. I loved him Perfect. so much. And I, I like I wouldn't mind if he comes, if he shows up at some, you know, like when like I would love if we finally get to the point where we got like Galactus in the in the MCU showing up to eat the planet Earth. Mm -hmm. And yes. and all the superheroes are gathered together trying to figure out what to do. And then somebody just looks and says, what is that? And it's just Jeffrey Wright in, in or, or CG or CG Uatu. Well, I, that goes back to the, the, whole thing. the house of cards Travis was talking about, right? Like whatever multi-level threat that the, that the movies take on next, right? The question comes up is like, all right, where's the watcher? Like where, where's, what's he doing? If something gets that bad, you know, when when does he step in? Like that thought will just kind of be in the back of your head for that better or for worse. That just goes to show you how dumb the stakes were in, in Shang-Chi. There, <laughs> there was no watcher there. Watch it. Shang-Chi had it. I have a question for the for the room. Since I know we're almost at time, so I, I, I wanted to get this in because... Um, so Eternals, is that X-Men bait? Is that mutant bait or not? Mm, I, think, I don't know. I mean, the deviants, the deviants could be a backdoor way of getting them in there. Um, it might be, it could be. I don't know if I, if I, like, again, like I, I just have like the slightly less, you know, need for everything to like connect all the time now because because house of cards and infinity war post infinity war world um so i don't mind if if it's if it's a separate thing uh but yeah it's uh it could be i could see that ricky what do you think mm, i i think uh I don't think they're gonna be in Eternals, but I I think they'll be in Strange. If Strange is dealing with multiverse stuff, that's a a good opportunity to peek into another universe cleanly. 
than play with some X-Men. I think before you introduce them into the MCU, I think Dr. Strange and the fantastic four are two other backdoor uh, opportunities for the X-Men. Cause you know, once you get the fantastic four, like it depends on how they are. Is it going to be an origin story or are they just going to show up? And they're like, Oh, we've been trapped in another dimension for like 20 years or something like that. (laughs) Uh, Who knows? You know, like, so, Oh, but here we brought some mutants too. You know, like whatever, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I know Marvel mm. wants to do a, a Wolverine show and it's, I, I've heard that's in development too. And it's like, is he in this universe or is he in Venom's stupid universe? Or like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like, uh, like, cause you know, I think, I think Wolverine complicates things more than Uatu does because, you know, you just, you got to wonder where was he, you know? But I did see this fun TikTok uh, the other day that I don't know if I sent it to you, uh, Travis. I thought I did, but like it was this guy basically just championing, championing, championing the idea of Marvel introducing retcons because they've already forced movie audiences to accept several comic book tropes already. Right. They've already made death. They've already made death less consequential than it used to be. Yes, uh, it depends. It depends, right? Like we, we definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a safe assumption that Robert Downey Jr. is probably not coming back, but I don't think that's a hundred percent assumption. Yeah, uh, right. You know, money. Uh, yeah, exactly. Money, were, money, yeah. money solves everything. So death is not really the thing. The thing that that's a problem anymore. And then also we've we've learned that the other trope that you can do when you're ever in a jam for your story is now you got time travel. You just time travel to fix the problem you have, right? Yes. And as long as it doesn't contradict with the TVA and the and the and the 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 uh, the what is it? The perfect what is what do they call the timeline? The uh, sacred timeline. The sacred timeline. As long sacred as it doesn't timeline. interfere with yeah. the sacred timeline, uh, you can use time travel to fix whatever problems you have, right? So if 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 two of the biggest tropes that we as comic book readers had to accept. Is that death and time travel are always on the board, or or or, or resurrection rather? Mm-hmm. Then a retcon. I mean, it ain't that bad. Just I don't know. It's probably it, a bridge too far. It, I don't but know. it. But we say that now, but it all depends on how it's written, right? True. Like, there's some retcons that are written really well. Give me an example. I like I like the the last. Uh, secret wars that they did the jonathan hickman Mm -hmm. i like that that was that was a a nice way and really the only end end result of that that whole giant battle world slash story was they figured out a way to bring miles morales into the main universe like that was that was really that was all they wanted all they needed to do (laughs) they wanted to get miles morales into the 616 and they did it and no one's mad no one's mad that Miles Morales is now part of the universe because he was retconned into it. You know what I mean? Um, That's but, what like, they should be doing it over at Sony live yeah, action. Exactly. So I'm saying it depends on the scale sure. of the retcon, right? Like if you can find a way to do it, that makes it feel like, you know, like, did you like the Star Trek retcon? Like, like the, the reboot of Star Trek, how it's still kind of tied to the main Star Trek universe. I dug it. I, there you go. I, There's I, another I example. Checking. There's another example. Like if you liked if you liked it that way, then there's a way that they can also figure out. Chris Hemsworth. 
Indeed. Yes. He's for, yeah. for a minute. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like let's let's not let's not gatekeep if we if we love seeing all our comic stuff well, brought onto the big screen, let's not draw the line in the sand at retconning and 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 just say like, okay, it's on the table, but you better do it responsibly. So you're you know cool I mean? with them retconning Venom into the MCU then. That's what I'm hearing. I, I don't have to be cool with that. I don't have to be cool with that. And I don't think that's what happened. Well I done, think, Ricky. Well I think done. they retconned Spider-Man into Venom. I don't think they're ever retconning Venom into the MCU. It's like you, you, you can it. only go to your girlfriend's house, but you can't invite your, your girlfriend over, like type of situation. Like, Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, Venom doesn't get to meet the parents ever. <laughs> it's not it's not it's probably it's a not. wise decision i'm probably i'm pretty sure rick james wrote songs about venom mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. probably probably yes what yes uh and then uh ian had one more thing to say really quick uh when jeffrey wright shows up as the watcher i want him to have the same uh hair he did in shaft <laughs> i don't even remember that i don't remember he was that. awesome in shaft he was awesome. I really don't remember that. It's been a while since I watched that one. But yeah. Nick, Nick Fury's in that though. Mm-hmm. So, in oh yeah, he's Shaft. Duh. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're right. Travis, you pointed it out. Like we we are running short on time. Uh, and I know Travis, you you I, I want to keep this going forever and ever because uh, you don't have time to join us on the soapbox tonight. So we'll be, like we'll be there on the soapbox for a little bit, but it's gonna oh god, there he is. 40 thanks, bucks, fine. thanks for <laughs> thanks for showing us. Thanks for ending the night with Jeffrey Rush or uh, Jeffrey Wright in Shaft. Gosh, I want Jeffrey. Uh, there he is. In Jeffrey Rush yeah. Shaft. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I did want to ask really quick before we before we sign off, uh, because I did have one last question. You guys have done a pretty good job of answering all the other ones, but uh, since since what if's over and we don't have another new show until next year, which is pretty crazy, uh, we do have a few more Marvel projects coming though. I'm just curious uh, which new, which upcoming MCU project excites you guys the most. Mm. I thought that would be a faster answer for both of you. The hype is with I, Spider-Man, right? Like, you almost have to kick it out of this. I feel like. I no? think Spider-Man. I think the whole Spider-Man movie has been freaking ruined. Like, I think. I think the the amount of discussion that we've had about like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in there, okay, what cool. Like it's just like I feel like spoilers have gotten too far with with that movie. Like it's too far. So I'll enjoy it when I see it, but I'm not excited to see those things because I've already been told they're going to happen for like nine ten months. You know, I'm going to say Thor because I, I like I like Natalie Portman. I dig Jane Foster. I think it's it's cool. We're gonna get a, a Jane Foster Thor, right? You know, another another lady lady superhero in the mix. Can't go wrong with that. What about Travis? What are you thinking? Ah, uh, see, it's for me. It's either Eternals or Doctor Strange. And I say that because I feel like both of them are going to have a profound effect on what happens after this. They're moving the story forward. I agree. Yeah, they're moving. They're moving everything forward. You know why? You know why I give it to Doctor Strange though? 
Because he's dope. Not just that. Sam freaking Raimi. That's very true. But man, Chloe, Chloe's out, man. Like, not knocking, not knocking her. It's just like, man. She is the reigning champion. Yeah, but think about it. Like, 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 think about it this way. And 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 this is this is me probably knocking on on Sony a little bit, but like what Sam Raimi pulled off with Sony, like, like was pretty decent. It was pretty good. At the time, it was mind-blowing, mm-hmm. right? But that was collaborating with Sony. Think about what Sam Raimi could do collaborating with Marvel. Like, it's not with- just that. Sam has a, 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 a film style or a directing style yeah. that is zany. Yeah, is, is is possibly the best way I could describe it. Um, you take that, mix that with the Marvel budget, which is insane. Mix it with you know sort of the Marvel sort of creative direction, which is also insane. And mix, mix it, it with, with the stakes. With, 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 mix it with the stakes in this. What's his and Doctor and Doctor Strange? Like, dude, like, yeah, I I feel like this is going to be Sam's like, this this is his level up, right? Yeah. And I'm excited about what that could what that could look like. I think yeah. it would just be absolutely crazy. Yeah. What's his last movie? Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, yeah, it is Maybe. Oz the Great. That, it, it that is, might it be is. the last yeah. one he directed. Yeah. He's done some TV. He's done a lot of producing. He did a lot yeah. of producing. He revisited old stuff, like he did the the Ash Ash the and the Evil Dead TV show and stuff like that. But yeah. I think uh, I think it's been a while, and I think people want to see what a Sam Raimi who's been like, you know, waiting in the wings for a long time can do when he comes back out. You know, like but I think how much if, the, the the title alone, dude. Yeah, the title yeah, alone, exactly. Right, multiverse of madness. Like I just, I you know, I, I like every time I think about you know, dead by dawn, dead by dawn. You know, like like you've got Sam Raimi giving you wild shit you know what i'm saying he's got to he's got to it's the multiverse of madness my man like come on it's like that's the thing he had yes he did yes he left the spider-man stuff because they were trying to force the spider-man 4 like they ended at three no no they no he left because they wanted to do a spider-man 4 yeah after after they forced him to do a spider-man 3 that was not the movie he wanted to do exactly but that wasn't the movie he wanted to do he's not signing up with marvel to do a movie he doesn't want to do right now that's not there's a lot of decisions that are made before you come into a movie like that so and that's fine if that's and and i think a lot of the directors signing up with marvel understand that Mm -hmm. but they're still giving creative freedom to do certain things you know what i mean like and depending on how successful they are with that freedom, they get more freedom down the line, right? Like Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi is getting a lot of freedom to come back and do a fourth movie for a movie that was for a, a franchise that was only that's, ever going to have three this movies. This is the reason, though, the Scott Derrickson left because he he wanted to make but Scott his Derrickson trained movie. But Scott Derrickson didn't didn't make the most out of that movie, right? Like like that's what I'm saying, like. He didn't he didn't mesh with the vision that they had going in. And so I'm not saying every director does either. Like, mm-hmm. but like look at Peyton Reed, dude. That man's holding down the Ant-Man franchise. And like yes. 
and he's and he's perfectly happy there and he's killing it. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I'm not counting Sam Raimi out before it's even come out. Like I'm I'm rooting for him. I think that mm-hmm. movie's going to be awesome. I think that movie's going to be at least better than the first one. Oh yeah, at least oh, yeah. at least better than the first one. Even oh, the yeah. episodes of What If have been better than the first Doctor Strange movie. So they have been all the all the Doctor Strange episodes have been better than the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I don't mean every episode yeah, of What yeah. If. I don't. Okay. I'm not okay. saying Party Thor is better than Doctor Strange. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. But in any case, thank you. Uh, I I do. I do feel like if you need help with that little nudge deciding between Eternals and Doctor Strange, I say go with Doctor Strange. And I, but I, at the same time, I say, I hope so badly that Eternals succeeds. I really need that movie to succeed because I don't want to see it be the Inhumans all over again. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that was rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think uh, we do have to get uh, we have to do right wrap this up because we've gone a little long, but I just wanted to give you know I just wanted to stretch the, our conversation with Travis a little bit longer, anyways. Uh, so I'm glad I got that out of you. Uh, we will definitely have you back at some point when you, when you have more time, uh, and and we'll definitely find maybe we'll find an excuse to do this that doesn't have to do with the show at all uh, because we got we got a lot of time between now and 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 the new year, so we can nerd out on a Friday just for the hell of it. Uh, but with that all set, uh, Travis, if you want, you can let our audience know one last time where they can find you. The Geekist Network, my friends. I do a show every Saturday called Tech Nubians, T E C H N 00 B I A N S dot com. Uh, we keep it real, nice, and then real yeah. Technical. Uh, and then you can, uh, if you're not already, you can follow us on uh, Denx Media. Uh, pretty much everywhere, uh, all social media, um, Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube, we're all, we're there everywhere. Uh, right now you'll probably find me doing a lot of Inktober stuff on Instagram. Uh, that's just what I got going on right now, but, uh, I've got some other stuff in the works, uh, that you'll see soon on, on several of the, the, uh, outlets that we do. And then on top of that, uh, you mm-hmm. can also find a collection of everything that, that, uh, Denix Media puts out at patreon.com slash Media which is also where you can find the soapbox Friday nights after this show ends. Uh, so Ricky and I'll be heading over there to chat for a little bit with our patrons and uh, finish the night off. Yeah. yeah. So uh, me sure. I, I know this is normally where Frank would tell everybody to feel free to follow us there, but also uh, if you like what you saw here, smash that like button, uh, like uh, 10,000 Mjolnir's smashed Ultron in the face. Oh, that's that's a very frank answer right there. I thought that was good. I know that was good. Um, yeah, I channeled. Should, it. Been, yeah. Should we remind the folks about next week? Oh, and then yeah, thank you, Ricky. Uh, and we're actually going to be taking one of the very few weeks off that we've done this entire year uh, next week. So uh, don't tune into us next week at eight o'clock because we're going to take a break just to to rest and uh, from all the Marvel content that we've had all year long. But uh, we will be back October twenty second. And uh, probably a lot of times after that, there's a rumored Werewolf by Night or some sort of Disney Halloween uh, special coming out soon in the next few weeks. So we'll see when that comes out. But yeah, uh, a time to end the show. 
And uh, yeah, thank you, Ian, for reminding everybody to just smash that like button. And yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for watching Dead Excelsior. See you next time, true believers. Enough said.